0: Turned down. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned into another episode of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. Just want to shout out to everybody who listened last to last week's episode. You know the Black Ops Edition with my boys. Um, I really appreciate everybody showing love and you know listening to our insight and things of that sort. Uh, I think a funny thing is uh, what my wife said. She was like, "Could you imagine doing this show? You know, ten years ago. You know, when you guys are in your early twenties, late teens." You know, doing a show like this, and what kind of information would you be giving the public? So, shows a lot of growth. Um, and it's yeah, it, it was dope just sitting there, just chopping up game with my guys. You know, that's how we always chop it up and work together. You know, we always dropping jewels, uh, a lot of funny moments. And, uh, you know, hopefully, you guys who were listening, it felt like you guys were just, you know, kind of ear hustling. That's what I like to do when I have guests on the show and uh you know i don't want it to sound too formal and things of that sort so you know much love to everybody who listened and much respect to y'all you know to my little 80 to 120 listeners you know hey it ain't many of us but it's still plenty of us and uh hopefully y'all just keep being out there spreading the word and you know uh make sure you know you drop those jewels that i dropped you know you can take credit for it if you want to you know don't matter to me um But yeah, so I guess uh, I'm riding solo today, so uh, y'all stuck with me, I'm sorry. But um, yeah, let's go ahead and turn on that Summer Jam screen and start throwing some images up there and see what sticks. Uh, First thing I want to talk about is something that happened down in Texas. Uh, There was a mother who uh, killed uh, both of her daughters. They were 22 and 17. Uh, the mother opened up fire on them. I think it was outside in broad daylight The neighbors saw it and the cops killed the mother too um, We still don't know the motives behind it um, Some folks said that it was ro- racially motivated uh, Just because, you know, this is a white family And uh, they said the oldest daughter was with a Hispanic male uh, Dating him seriously and uh, So the oldest one was 22, the youngest one was 17 um, And if that is the case you know, um, the mother, you know, went as far as just to her race, and race is nothing but a social construct. There's only one race, the human race. To do something like that, and you know, to kill both of your children, is is fucking disgusting, just because of who they love or who they're dating. I don't know if that's the case, but it is. But if it is, that fucking sucks. You know, the dad is the only one who survived. Uh, the cops uh, killed the mother because she was outside with the handgun. I think she was gonna, you know, shoot the youngest one some more Even though she was dead in the middle of the street Um, They saw her walking up on the body and they opened fire on her Well, I think it was just one lethal shot to the head or the chest Um, Very sad story I couldn't imagine what the father is going through You know, to witness your wife, the mother of your children You know, seeing her get killed But even more, seeing her take the lives of, you know, your two beautiful daughters That, you know, you helped create and raise with her very disturbing um, We really gotta We really need to You know start With these mental health exams For these gun owners And things of that sort I know it's impossible But it's still another roadblock To you know Maybe thwart Some of these senseless killings but It's very disgusting It's, it's very uh, It's heartbreaking You know to hear something like that To hear that a mother Would take out her own kids is It's fucked up very fucked up, and uh, whatever the reasoning behind it, it's never justified. It's not, you know, to kill your own kids. You know, so just something, just very sick in the head, something demented. Uh, yeah, it's, just, it's fucking horrible. But you know, let's just move on to a lighter note as far as the summer jam screen. Um, just uh, some a little bit of some good news for uh, Ticketmaster. Purchasers, um, If you purchase tickets through uh, Ticketmaster between 1999 and 2013, uh, there was a class action lawsuit filed against Ticketmaster for unfair fees and overcharging people all these crazy fees. You know, you buy a concert ticket, you know, for 60 bucks, you know, you get a couple of them, you think 120 bucks plus tax and you fuck around, you end up paying damn near $200 just for two tickets. You know, there was all these crazy fees that they were charging folks. So there's a lawsuit settled. And if you go to the Ticketmaster website, they have all the, um, the specifics. But uh, they're giving away, you know, everything from, uh, well, basically it's just they're giving away free tickets. That's what they're doing to uh, Live Nation events. Um, so make sure you go check out that uh, Ticketmaster website. I think all you have to do is punch in your email or the email that you used uh, between those dates. You know, I know that's plenty of people. I think the lawsuit was like for like four hundred million dollars or something like that. So just make sure you check it out. I know my black ass is gonna check out that Ticketmaster concert, and you might catch me at a goddamn Kenny Chesney concert. But if them fucking tickets are free, I'll take them shit. You know, so it is what it is. Um, you know, shout out to uh, the email that I got. I got a news email about it so i went ahead and checked that out but i still got to check out the website because i bought i bought plenty of tickets you know especially in that time frame uh, just going to different concerts and things of that source and of wrestling events so um you know it is what it is you know all my people out there in black omaha that includes everybody you know black is the inclusion of all colors so everybody in black omaha make sure you check that out and uh you know get you a free concert ticket like i said i might see some of y'all at that kenny chesney concert or something like that we can Millie rock to some country music or some shit like that you know bring some flavor to it it is what it is so um and um i don't know i was gonna put this in uh selling hope like dope but i'll just leave it up on the summer jam screen we all know the situation with uh brock turner um Let's see here uh, You know, the uh, the swimmer Who basically, uh, you know, gave You know, who was caught behind a dumpster You know, up there finger-banging Or trying to fuck a woman You know, sexual assault, rape uh, He only got three months in jail um, You know, uh, and everybody was coming down hard on the judges They should have been But some people were defending the judge Well, Us Weekly You know, they just released a story And it says the caption of the title the, the title of the article is Judge and Brock Turner Trial Hands Down Harsher Sentence in Similar Sex Assault Case. And uh, it's by a lady named Sierra uh, Martina. So, um, excuse me. So basically Brock Turner, you know, ended up getting six months behind bars. Um, and he had a similar case uh, the judge did afterwards regarding a 32-year-old immigrant from El Salvador um he did he sexually assaulted his roommate or something like that and um basically he got let's see here um let's see uh da, 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 da. the Ramirez's bill the guy from El Salvador his bill was about $50,000 higher than Turner's and let's see here oh yeah the uh Raul Ramirez is the uh the assault Uh, The guy charged with assault He got three years in prison So that's what he got Three years in prison for the similar uh, Thing uh, that Brock Turner went through And you know the difference is uh, The difference is The guy is from El Salvador He's poor and he's not white So uh, yeah So I think it's time to get uh, Your mans up off the uh, Up off that bench uh, Judge Aaron Persky so everybody was talking about, you know, trying to defend the judge uh, Those who were, you know, they were trying to be low-key With the uh, the white supremacist rhetoric, you know uh, Saying everybody deserves a second chance and all this other bullshit But uh, his true color showed, you know, money and uh, that, that uh, complexion for the protection Just really came to the forefront And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's fucked up So this guy got three years for sexually assaulting know his roommate rightfully so and um, Brock Turner is you know probably gonna end up doing three months and this guy's gonna do three years in prison so you know the difference between it but there you go that's the uh that's Lady Justice Lady Justice is not fucking blind at fucking all so it is what it is you know it's uh, very disgusting and uh, these are the type of people that you have you know sitting up there with the gavel and the the damn robe on sitting all high and mighty and we call these people judges and you know they're supposed to take all personal biases out of it but nope not at fucking all it's money influence and your skin color that's what it boils down to so i don't know Do, do people of color have to start operating like the mob you know have to start visiting some of these judges do they really have to start doing that I don't know, it's an idea, just putting it out there. Uh, You know, maybe people got to start dumping off duffel bags full of money to these judges on the low, or a briefcase full of, you know, hundreds. And if it's a black judge, you can pay them in 20s. They don't care. But it's just a situation where it just shows that You know, everybody always talking about how people of color commit more crimes than white folks and all this other stuff. And it's not the case. It's just that more things are criminalized that people of color do, do, mainly black folks. When you look at laws like the stop and frisk, you look at uh, people getting arrested for their pants, sagging, anything that's uh, popular in black culture or, uh, well, yeah, mainly black culture is going to be criminalized. Like I said, like the sagging thing. Uh, stop and Frish showed that over, what was it, close to 90% of people that was stopped were black or brown, alright, so they just, and then in New York, you know, the uh, hoverboard things, you know, uh, cats was running around through the hood on those little three $400 hoverboards, and they start criminalizing that because you need a special license or something It's illegal or something like that, so they criminalized that, so, yeah, then you, yeah, it's... You know, more things are criminalized, just like when you uh, look at these bullshit ass nightclubs. Uh, When they uh, find out what's popular that black folks wear, a brand or something like that, they'll put it on the list of, you know, uh, clothes not to wear in this nightclub. And you'll see some white dude in there in a dingy ass wife beater and some holy jeans and some fucking stepped on uh, Air Force Ones. You're like, what about your man's in there? Like, oh, he's fine, you know, some shit like that. So, you know. It is what it is. But uh Lady Justice is not blind at all and she does not have on rose colored lenses. Uh, you know, it's all about skin color, um, influence and how much money you have. So that's all those that only two things I really wanted to put up on that uh summer jam screen. I mean there was really nothing else I wanted to put up there. Nothing else that I really could think of. Um, there's some different things going on as far as you know jesse williams uh tommy lahern or whatever that bitch name is from the blaze um you know catering to white supremacists and then you got lena dunham with her bullshit but i guess we can just go ahead and move on to hope like dope um what i was going to put in what i am putting in hope like selling hope like dope was um you know intellectual masturbation some people call it that Um, And this is pretty much just sitting up debating ideas and uh, debating, you know, new hidden knowledge uh, that's come to the forefront uh, with the success of uh, Hidden Colors 4 that just dropped. Uh, You know, shout out to that brother Tariq Nasheed and everybody who's in the film, uh, the religion of white supremacy and just breaking down, you know, how uh, certain folks treat white supremacy like it's a religion, white and black. And, uh, you know, it's great. Uh, but uh, the homeboy Brandon stopped by uh, to drop off my way and a shout out to him uh, We were talking uh, when he stopped by We were talking about, talking about we were listening to the show And people were hitting Tariq up like Hey when are you gonna drop Hidden Colors 5 And things of that sort And if you've never seen the Hidden Colors series It just breaks down uh, black history And it also gives solution give solutions at the end of what black folks need to do to better their conditions in the good old united states of america and my thing is with uh, me and the homeboy brandon was talking about was what are you doing with the knowledge like right now everybody everybody out here is just debating each other talking about what we need to call ourselves what's our true religion everything except for empowering ourselves and building you know, everybody's walking up with their back straight and their head held high, which is great, but it's time to get them hands dirty and start building something, you know, and uh, it just seems like right now. Um Great thing about Hidden Colors, like I said, is you know, it gives everybody, you know, black folks knowledge of self and where they come from and what their ancestors did before slavery, which is amazing. And it also brought a resurgence back into, uh, you know, the Afri- African American bookstores, black bookstores, whatever you want to call them. Shout out to the Afro American bookstore over there on Lake. Make sure y'all check them out. Um, you know, great people work there and uh, they always throw you a deal and things of that sort. Um, and it's, it's really helping their economy and you know helping build them up um and they they've been around for a minute and they're actually thriving and went in there and i picked up a dvd called the art of uh oh, no out of the darkness which was a pretty good one um, it was it was on the same level as hidden colors about three hours long it goes a little bit deeper into african history and it also gives solutions too and it talks about economics and things of that sort and how we can protect our kids and you know, have our kids growing up so they won't have an inferiority complex, you know, because I remember growing up, getting on track here a little bit, but growing up, I remember as a child, I used to be like, well, what happened before slavery, you know, I used to think that all the time, and then I used to wonder, how come the slaves didn't fight back, because this was so wrong, and then also, you know, how come Africa didn't send any send anyone over, you know, to try to combat this uh, hostile version of this uh chattel slavery or whatever you want to call it and uh you know you never got those answers all you all you read about in books you know in social studies and you know american history was you know the slavery slaves were brought over helped build the country then you just then all of a sudden you just fast forward to jim crow's civil rights era but you never went before that. And it's like, okay, what the fuck happened before? And then so you have all this propaganda, even in the textbooks, just telling you that, okay, you're a second class citizen, you were a servant, your uh, uh, great 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 grandparents were servants, you know, and you guys fought for civil rights, Abraham Lincoln freed you guys. And the North was a great place. Nobody talk, talked about the kingdoms, you know, in Africa. You know, nobody talked about uh, the slave revolts, nothing like that. So you just you just naturally start feeling inferior. Like fuck, like I just come from servants, and that's it. You know, people who were slaves. That 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 was it. So you're you're being beat down with white supremacy. But I always had that question: like, there wasn't any slave revolts. You know, what did we do before slavery? What did we do before those ships showed up, you know, with those white men and guns on them? You know, so it's, but, you know, you get older, you start reading on your own, and then, you know, some college courses may tell you about it, um, which is cool, and things of that sort. But it's one of those things where you really have to protect your kids and your kids, you know, children of color, specifically black kids. I don't care if they're half half black and half white half black and half hispanic whatever they are they got black and they need to just know what happened before slavery. you know they really need to know uh because you really will really go around you know dumbing yourself down and shit like that just because you've been beat down so much and you know placed in this this bubble of uh, inferiority so that's that like i said that's the great thing about these dvds like hidden colors and out of the darkness and books, you know, um, like the ISIS papers, you know, rest in peace, uh, Dr. Francis Cress Wilson, and, uh, post-traumatic slave syndrome by, uh, Dr. Joy DeGruy, um, there's another book that I've been reading, well, I did read, uh, was white women's rights, you know, basically breaking down white feminism and racism, which is a great book, um, and then When We Ruled by Robin Walker, that's like a damn thick-ass textbook, like a college textbook you know breaking down different uh african uh, civilizations and kingdoms and things of that sort which is dope um but going back to the intellectual masturbation thing it's um it's great because everybody's supporting black owned businesses and they're uh you know they're starting to get that that in them but you know black folks really gotta step up as far as building their own and then you know just stop just sitting up debating and You know, talking about what should we call ourselves? We're Melanoid. We're uh, we're black. We're Hebrews. We're the real Jews. We're this. We're that. We're we're the Moorish Science Temple. All this other stuff. And so you just sit up, debating and trying to debunk different things that you see in these films. You know, back and forth online, but you're not building anything at all. Like you just sitting up just debating like that's what you know the jail niggas do you know what i'm saying like the like the jail niggas or i should say prison niggas who who couldn't make it you know they didn't want to be you know with bloods they didn't want to be with cribs. you know and they didn't want to be with the uh, the fruit you know of islam or whatever the black muslims and so they you know they ended up being you know with the whole tepians or whatever and they're just reading and debating and you know, uh, calling themselves this, that, and the third, and they pass time. You know, in jail, just sitting up to That's it. Just sent, spent time debating. That's it. Just talking and talking and talking. And with the the success of Hidden Colors, it's like what are the people doing with the knowledge? You know, who actually, you know, who who actually purchased it and things of that sort. Because I feel like a lot of people who watch the series and things of that sort they just want to sit up and debate and they like hearing you know these historians and these authors and these doctors and these professors you know sit up and talk that shit and bless them with jewels and they're just like shit i want more of that but the purpose is to know your history to know your history is to move forward and to build a better future for your children that's the whole that's the whole point of these series and these documentaries and these books is to know who you are know who your people were so you can move forward and build a better future for your kids. So you won't have to be dealing with situations like Trayvon Martin, Tamir Rice, Sandra Bland, uh Rakesha Boyd, Rakia Boyd, um, just Eric Garner, just all these fucked up ass situations. So we get our money right, we get our political game right, and we'll be okay. You know, we'll we we have to and these DVDs and these, you know, these books are teaching you how to move in a system of white supremacy and how to actually thrive in it. And we really have to start protecting each other but we get too comfortable you know having the knowledge and then you have the knowledge and you, you spread the knowledge which is great but you're not building you know you're not building anything you're not you know starting up your own business you're not you know you're not doing anything productive it's just when is the next hidden colors coming out when is this next book coming out you know it's just all about it's like, it's like those people that, you know, we all have them in our family that get a degree, you know, they get their uh, associates then they get their bachelors Then they're like, oh, I'm gonna go back and get my master's or I'm gonna go for a different uh, bachelor's program and they become a fucking career student. You know, we all have those people in our family. They don't ever, you know, get the job in the career that they're studying for it's always oh let me let me go back and i'm gonna take some more classes on this i'm gonna take some more classes on that and they never pursue the actual uh field of study you know they never pursue a career in the field of study they just keep going back and collecting all these degrees and getting all this damn debt and you know that's why you they're in their late 40s Still going to school You're like What the fuck Like you've been in school For like 20 years Like what the fuck Are you doing Nobody want to say that But like these person that had like Four or five graduations You're like God damn You know So that's how I feel When you have this uh, This intellectual masturbation Going on And I hate saying the term But It's true It's just sitting up Picking each other's brains But nobody's coming up With a game plan A business plan Or nothing like that It's just you know, um, just you just like to hear smart people talk that shit. But everybody in these films has built something or, you know, generated some jobs for people and things of that sort. And I think one of the smartest things that you can take from some of these DVDs is to, you know, reinvest in the hood, you know, reinvest into a black community and create a black community. So turn the hood into a black community. So one of the easiest ways you can do that is just to start buying up those buildings and you're like oh i ain't got no money like that that's when you start you know an investment group you know everybody's taking a few hundred dollars a few thousand dollars and they're buying up buildings and you know you know somebody with a you know who can make dope clothes or who somebody who can uh make who makes great food or something like that and so you turn that into a business you know so it's not hard to do it and i'll give you um case in point I was talking with, uh, I was delivering to uh, a, a Sam's Club in my, in my uh, regular 9 to 5, and <clears throat> there was a guy, uh, he had a, a horse trailer, and he was grabbing some supplies like paper plates, cups, and like these big ass, uh, these big ass uh, Crisco oil, vegetable oil, uh, fucking three, four gallon bottles and shit, and, I, and, and then all these cases of pop, and I'm like, hey, you own your own business? He was like, yeah. He was like, I own a taco truck, and uh, he was talking about, you know, he pretty much d- generates a lot of revenue, you know, even though he's on South 24th, but those other ones, you know, it's all about customer service, and, you know, just trying to catch, you know, deals at Sam's Clubs and Costco, you know, when everything goes on sales, like the soda and things of that sort, and, um, you know, and I was asking him, you know, how hard it was to start a business, he was like, basically, what happened was, you know, he, he was working, you know, a regular square job. And his wife was working, and, you know, they had enough, uh, a couple other families living with them. They all live in the same house, and they pretty much all invested into the taco truck. Like, that was pretty much it. They invested into the food truck. And boom, you know, here he is, and he said he's, he paid everybody back whom, who helped him, who helped him out. You know, he paid everybody back within some on the top. So, I mean, this shit is pretty simple. You know, everybody... But, you know, at the same time, everybody isn't built, you know, to run their own business. And I understand that, you know, some of us are good, yeah, you know, at having a job, you know, but you still can invest. You still can invest into somebody's dream. You know, if you're making great money, I know a lot of uh, our brothers and sisters out here, you know, have degrees and they got some great jobs, you know, where they're you know making you know 50 plus thousand a year you know what i'm saying that's that's great especially in the city of omaha with the cost of living being so cheap you know from the money that you're saving up you know maybe you're saving to buy a house or something else or to buy a new car or whatever whatever you're saving your money from for you know you you can take some of that extra income team up with some other uh black professionals you know and you know help somebody's dream come true you know somebody who's dope you know, get uh, graphic arts or something like that You know, help them invest and become, you know, like a local designer or something like that Or they could do brand management, you know um, Then you gotta even look at the people who have uh, very popular, you know, Instagram pages, Facebook pages And you got all these followers, you know, you should become a brand ambassador You know, you should help small businesses promote their brands for a, couple, for a few bucks You know, you get some free shit out of it Maybe like some free shirts, hats, uh, free food and things of like that so You really got to start utilizing what you have, you know So it's all about action It's all about action That is the main thing that you want to do Is uh, just take that action They give you all the solutions And you know um, And it's great for people to sit up and debate and you know talk that shit But you got to walk that walk also So that's all, that's all I'm saying for people I know it's going to be some folks that's kind of mad and hurt by it things of that sort, but you know, just take that action and you know so start moving forward. Start moving forward and start building and you know help turn the hood into an actual community You know what I'm saying Because before long you're going to look up And you know other investments groups are going to come up And start buying up all these buildings And you know start tearing down some of these houses And things of that sort And you're going to be complaining about it Like oh shit they just tore down you know this block And they turned it into a goddamn you know uh, Fucking Starbucks or something of that sort You know or some kind of you know uh, High rise apartments or something Some high luxury in high-rise apartments or some shit like that you know because there's some prime spots down north you know especially in omaha prime spots beautiful views a lot of culture down here and you never know somebody you're gonna look up and you're gonna see somebody bought this whole row of homes or something like that and they're about to turn it into something crazy uh, something that you don't even like deal with, you know. It could be like a, a flavored mayo uh, building or something like that. You know, different flavors of mayonnaise. You like what the fuck? So, you know, just um, it's prime opportunities down north. It's always cheaper down there, just because you know uh they always talk about those crime infesting and things of that source. But if you know your neighbors, you know your community. You know, you know where to. You know you know how to do things. You know what I'm saying? You know talk to you can talk to the little dusty niggas who don't know any better you know that's when you drop that jewel on them you know don't sit up and debate you know folks who don't watch the the same movies and read the same books as you and you start coming up with these different theories and shit like that drop that knowledge on these little dusty niggas running around here who don't know any better male and female you know um so that's who you should be dropping those jewels on and then speaking of dropping jewels um our man's uh, Jesse uh, Williams You know uh, From what's the show Grey's Anatomy I'm, I'm so out the loop on TV um, He dropped a dope speech On the BET Awards And uh, you know He challenged white supremacy He challenged systematic racism Which is white supremacy And uh, you know He challenged these, these rappers And these these athletes You know Who endorse endorsing these huge brands To actually do better And you know Support their own people And you know to maneuver in a different way which was great and then you had uh you got fucking stacy dash writing an article calling him some kind of plantation slave and all this other bullshit and it you know i expected the, the attacks from people like stacy dash and from um uh the, the little blonde white girl who uh shitted on jay-z that's on drug dealers or uh tommy lahern or whatever she has an internet show um you know you expect that type of shit you know what i'm saying and if you catch what they're saying it's all the same talking points uh why do black people want handouts uh why can't black folks pull themselves up by their bootstraps what about black on black crime um, you know uh, uh president obama the democrats you know it's those same bullshit ass talking points and uh oh um uh, uh, when you talk about unarmed killing of blacks, and they're just like, "Oh, but you don't talk about the murders in Chicago. You don't talk about how they attacked the police and things of that sort." And you're like, um, "None of these were justified attacks. Nobody attacked uh, anybody." You look at the guy who got shot in the back in South Carolina. Um, he ran, you know, caught some hot ones in the back, and then he planted a gun on, them, which was fucked up. But and what's crazy is. You see all this stuff on video And people are talking about Oh I need to see more evidence You know I need to see more evidence That's that's what white folks say You know all the time Anytime you see in, in the videos right there Well we don't know what he did We don't know what provoked the officer and Things of that sort Which is crazy as cash shit right So I mean you just have to flip it back on them You know um, A lot of times black folks for years And even still to this day is trying to convince um, White folks That our lives matter And that these cops are out here crooked And just killing us, you know And then when something unjust happens to them You know, it's always like Hey, we gotta stand together and blah 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 I need to see more evidence You know, that's what you gotta hit them with I need to see more evidence Uh, We have to, you know, let due process happen Uh, We have to let the law take over You know, it's justified You know, just like, um uh, just, you know, like a terrorist attack That happens here Hey, we gotta let the law handle it You know, everybody's like Oh, we gotta kill this, these Muslims And their families And all this other stuff Hey, it's not all Muslims It's an isolated incident We need to see more evidence And then, just going back to black folks Trying to convince white folks That their lives matter You really have to stop doing that Because you know that your life matters Just, just quit trying to convince these people there's some people who get it, some that don't But I'm not going to spend my time Telling a grown ass man or woman Why my life matters I'm not I'm not going to convince some Low key white supremacist Suspected white supremacist Some racist, some bigot I'm not going to, to sit up there And explain to you Why I'm a fellow human being Why, why I'm con- When people do that I feel like they hold uh, white folks up to a higher standard, like they are the standard, but it's just one race, it's the human fucking race, and I'm done, I don't need to, I don't need to, I don't need to fix them, they need to fix them, you know, that's your problem, you're the bigot, I'm not out here to change your mind and do all this damn heavy lifting to show you that i'm a person too if you can't see it there is something sick and something wrong with you that's i think that's one thing black folks really have to stop doing all people of color really have to stop doing it i know folks do it in the workplace when they're the only colored person there. they want to you know show that they're not you know a black person shows that they don't like watermelon they don't like chicken they don't like kool-aid and all this other stuff This different stereotypical shit um you know they want to convince their white co-workers that they're not this that and the third fuck it like you don't need help they're the one who need who needs the help the biggest needs the help you know there's something sick and deranged inside of them that you know that they have these thought processes and they're so closed-minded and shit like that i'm not in the business of you know trying to convince you that i, that I matter too it, it just doesn't fucking work like that but Going all the way back to you know Jesse Williams speech like I said I I expected the shit from you know these bullshit ass people you know like Stacy Dash and the, the Tommy lady or whatever but but you had Negroes not black folks we had Negroes out here talking about Jesse Williams is half white so he can't speak on black issues Jesse Williams is too light skinned to talk about these issues that black folks are facing in America Jesse Williams is saying what David Banner has been saying the whole time. When did David Banner start doing these speeches? These, uh, these, uh, these lectures? He didn't start doing these until after he appeared in Hidden Colors 3. Okay? Now all of a sudden, uh, David Banner is, is, is Malcolm X? Like, come on now. Now, he's, he's very new to it. I'm not knocking what the brother's doing, but, what are what's wrong with you negroes talking about the jesse williams can't speak on you know these issues that black folks are facing and bringing them to the light like what the fuck is wrong with y'all so you have to be like dark skinned and talk about black issues like it's it's one of those things to me like i used to catch that growing up as a kid you know i, I wasn't fully black i can i don't know what it's like to be black because i like skin with freckles and shit like that. Like, it infuriates me. Like, if anybody knows me personally, knows how hard I ride for my people. I ride very hard for my people. I support my people. I do anything that I can for my people. And it's just a situation where I just feel like this divisiveness among black folks is fucking toxic. Like, you have all these memes out here just talking this shit about... How jesse williams is too light to do this and all this other nonsense and he's collecting his check from white hollywood and it's all a conspiracy and you niggas is scared that's what it is you negroes are scared you talk this revolution shit and then once it comes to the forefront And someone wants to spark the powder keg To blow the top off of this systematic uh, racism that we're facing You get scared You want to go ahead and divide and conquer You're comfortable talking that shit amongst black folks You won't talk that shit, you know, with a white person in the room Or to a bunch of white people Because you're fucking scared That's what it boils down to That's what it is when you niggas talk about somebody's too light-skinned to do something when somebody is oh he's half white he's not dark enough you niggas is scared that's what it is you talk all this shit talking about you want to do this and do that in the third but you see a white person you up there skinning and grinning and you scared to death oh not now not now not now we gotta wait we gotta wait hold on don't be talking that shit right here don't be talking about that equality shit right here niggas got jobs and shit but online you are the most militant ass black panther there is in the world fuck out of here you niggas gotta hold this hell and that's that's just what it boils down to you're fucking scared that's what it is you're scared to fight for equality that's what it is you're scared to fight for social justice you know that's what it is it's all fun and games if if it's enough of y'all but if it's just one if it's just one of you guys out here moving around in the world you're gonna tuck your fucking tail between your legs and you're just gonna abide by the rules you're scared to challenge anything but you can you're the equivalent of those fucking uh eagles and uh those fucking uh fake ass pictures on uh or those egg avatars on twitter who want to come into somebody's mentions talking that shit that's who you make is the equivalent of everybody who's posted that damn meme talking about david banner was talking all this shit before jesse williams and all this other nonsense y'all the same as those flip side of those white supremacists that's what it is and i can't stand a scary ass negro i cannot stand a scary ass negro that's why my circle is so fucking small because the negroes like you and your self-sabotaging ass negroes don't ever i'm gonna tell somebody i'm gonna tell everybody who's listening to this <clears throat> You got a nigga on your team that's always talking that Illuminati shit and all this other bullshit and all this, these scandals and these conspiracy theories, that's a scared ass nigga. He want to talk about how white folks are reptiles and all this other shit because he's scared to get this money. He's scared to be, he's scared to be a capitalist in a capitalistic society. He's scared to put his money up, you know what I'm saying? Somebody comes on the, on the comes to you like say the nigga's a rapper or something like that and then all of a sudden you get your big fucking break and somebody wants to cut you a six figure check you know for your first album and the produce it this nigga gonna say it's Illuminati cause he's scared. He's a self-sabotaging ass Negro. He's fucking scared. So you gotta you gotta watch Negros like that. You can't go into business with them. They love doing bootleg janky shit and staying at a dusty nigga level. They don't ever wanna level up, so that's who you have to watch out for. And a lot of these niggas, those are the those are the intellectual masturbators too. You know, so it is what it is. I'm sorry I'm gonna go on that rant, but it just it just pisses me smooth the fuck off start talking that shit about I want a black person rise for their group, and not dark enough. Like, what type? What the fuck do you mean? You know how fucking stupid you sound, how fucking ignorant that you sound saying that. It just pisses me off to the third degree. And I, I know I'm going on a rant, but I've been dealing with situations like this my whole life. People telling me I'm not black enough, and all this other shit. How can I be black with freckles? How can I rise so hard for black folks, and I look like I'm mixing? It's fuck you that's all i have to say so you intellectual masturbators up here want to sit up here and jerk each other's minds off instead of building and spreading the knowledge of somebody who needs it y'all out here selling hope like dope all right so moving on to uh hold this l i should have had those intellectual masturbators who don't do shit rather shame other black folks uh, for not having the knowledge that's holding his L, but uh, it's a similar group of niggas out here who need to hold his L every fucking body who believes that Gucci Mane is a fucking clone now everybody knows that Gucci Mane is a rapper, he spent some time in prison came home, you know after having that prison workout came home real slim, six pack stunting on folks and motherfuckers are saying that he's a clone because he lost a bunch of weight But you ain't got shit to do in the pen Except for Sit up and debate Like the whole Tepians, gangbang, Beef with the Aryan Brotherhood um, Sit in the hole Work out Write raps Read That's all the fuck that you can do And then maybe work For some fucking company Maybe like Victoria's Secret Or some shit like that Where you're getting 14 cents an hour Making panties and bras Or some shit like that But um to the folks that's you know talking about gucci man is a clone there was a website that's a satire website like the fucking onion the onion is hilarious um shout out to all the writers and editors over there but there's a website called uh things you things you think or things you think net whatever the fuck it is they ran a story a fake story about you know gucci man being a clone uh how lil Lil boosie another uh popular rapper uh with the youth with the young niggas uh was talking about that gucci man is a clone he doesn't look like himself Uh, he called him a different name all this other shit but it was from a satire site and negroes ran wild with this fucking story nigga if they really perfected cloning like that if they really perfected it like that why the fuck would they clone fucking Radrick Davis help me out out of all the people that they can clone they could have cloned President Obama they could clone MJ a younger MJ have him play one on one against uh, younger Kobe like help me out different scientists um, different elected officials um I mean, there is a bunch of shit they could have cloned. So let me know why do you think they would clone Gucci man and where's the real Gucci at? Help me out. Help me understand, cause I am fucking lost. If a man wants to lose weight, get his teeth fixed, and you know what I'm saying, live a healthier lifestyle instead of always being having that uh, bitter beer face and that fucking you know wino belly. Salute to that man. I think just mad because he ain't slumming. He's trying to do some good things with his life. He's trying to be a little bit healthier, so you let that nigga thrive, all right? So if you believe that Gucci Man is a clone, I want you to go into the mirror in the bathroom and look at yourself, and I want you to say, I am somebody. I love me. I deserve better. I need to read more books. I need to get out more. I need to stay off the internet for a couple of weeks. Okay, so you niggas who think Gucci Mane is a uh, clone, hold this L fam All right, so moving on to not all heroes wear capes. Um, we're gonna talk about Chicago, we're gonna talk about all of the killings and the murders and these black savages running around treating like the wild, wild west. Oh my god, we need somebody to come in there and make it good, make America great again. No, I'm just fucking with you. Um, uh, uh, uh investment firm in Ghana invested about nine million dollars into a uh, failing black chicago bank and uh which is dope it's uh the group uh group Endom of ghana so uh basically what they did was it's an investment firm uh they invested about nine million dollars into the illinois uh, service federal savings and loan association and um so the bank was in search of capital uh to revive its struggling operations um they acquired the uh the bank in may which was dope uh let's see here um and you know just shout out to them uh shout out to that that whole investment group um basically what they do um their businesses that they uh that they invest in and, uh social enterprises includes like tourism, financial services, media, uh cross-border trade and media uh industries. So they operate out of uh, West Africa and out of the UK and they employ about three thousand people, this uh investment firm does. So shout out to them. Um the uh, president, the CEO of the company, uh, was talking about how in the Jewish community they find a way to help each other and they have moved on. And um, he's talking about, you know, Africans and African-Americans, you know, black folks in America need to just link up and, you know, start helping each other. And that's just really what it boils down to, you know, treating each other like brother and sister, like family. And that's what I was talking about at the beginning. You know, you can it's easy to start up an investment uh, firm or an investment group. You know with a few people like i said everybody you know chip in a few hundred bucks you know a piece and boom there you go you got the capital to start up a business you know but we really have to start trusting each other and you really have to work with people that you trust with your money you know if i'm throwing in 500 bucks and every you know i have a group of five people throwing in you know <clears throat> 500 bucks i mean shit we good to go you know what i'm saying as far as getting the capital um to uh start a business you know what i'm saying so hey it is it is what it is so nothing too crazy i mean shit you almost there to you know five five thousand dollars you know twenty five hundred bucks you know you can do a lot with twenty five hundred bucks you can basically buy some machinery to uh start up you know um like a t-shirt pressing machine or something of that sort. and shit you can even uh, on your own you know i could tell you a little hustle what i was thinking about is um getting some vending machines vending machines are 500 bucks you know, buy a vending machine, go to Sam's Club, fill that bitch up with, you know, snacks, you know, get them big ass boxes of chips and then you know, those big ass boxes of candy bars. And, you know, start uh, paying rent in different um, different spots like apartment buildings and barbershops, you know, paying somebody like 75 bucks a month or something like that. And then you just collecting the rest of the money, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, they, they're making a little bit of money off of you. You know, you, you got to pay the cost to be the boss. That's easy hustle easy ass hustle you know getting some vending machines and you know placing them in different spots around town so you know get you an investment group you know create an investment group and y'all go in on some vending machines or something like that or y'all can go in and you know uh buy a building and open up a a beauty salon or a barber shop you know what i'm saying you don't even know how to even even have to know how to cut hair or do hair you basically just hire the the beauticians and the barbers yourself and all they got to do is pay you rent that's it So they had to pay the whole group rent, you know, everybody is in on it So it's something to think about, you know But uh, going back to this investment firm That's what I like to see Uh, You know, it's dope, you know Having some good news for Chicago You know, everybody shits on Chicago Left and right About the violence and all this other shit But it's dope to see our, you know Our brothers and sisters in, you know Africa reaching out And in the UK, you know Reaching out internationally To, you know, save some, some dying businesses So, you know what? Get out there and start creating some uh, some investment groups And start helping your own people out, you know Alright, so moving on to the last segment of the show uh, Sorry about rant for so long Usually I try to keep these shows about a half hour you know, Moving on to health over wealth You know what I say, without your um, health You can't enjoy your wealth So, um this is going back to what i was talking about self-sabotaging negroes and it doesn't just apply to negroes uh, themselves it applies to everybody uh, stop self self-sabotaging if you're working on something and then you start thinking these bad thoughts about you can't do it and all this other shit, i need you to open your arms up and receive your blessing so this is an african proverb that goes uh, god gives nothing to those who keep their arms crossed so stop blocking your blessings open your arms up and receive those blessings the universe is always talking to you and quit with the bullshit you know what i'm saying somebody want to hand you a big ass check for your talent and hard work you take that goddamn check don't be on some old this is the Illuminati bullshit what else do I gotta do did I sell my soul and all this other nonsense and then you look up and you you decline that check and now you back working for somebody else and you ain't following your dreams and you talking about what could have been what should have happened and all this other nonsense open your arms up receive those blessings and keep thriving and keep grinding and uh, shout out to Joe Button uh, for uh, dropping a diss track on Drake uh listen to it making a murderer uh, part one uh i don't know where this came from i know they were throwing shots back and forth i guess via social media and all this other bullshit and uh then joe was like fuck it i ain't about that life i'ma come at your neck and uh, you know drake ain't gonna respond because drake ain't no real rapper but make sure you go listen to that uh make sure you go listen to my man hove drop some jewels and he dropped some shots at uh at drake also Cause uh, Drake was out about his summer 16 He Used to want to be on Rockefeller And then he turned into Jay And Hove had to remind him Who's really Hove. Alright so Drake may be uh, Jay Z To you new little niggas But Jay Z will, will always be Jay Z To us real niggas Much love, much respect And sorry about the wait One Sorta of like the wind blowing man Get shot in the head, that's the end form. Like ghost face on the purple tape Everybody working late, trying to make it percolate Like a kite on the breezy day Did things the fast way to live, like the easy way But it don't sound right to me So I gotta pray to God that he show the light to me That the cops gun come soon Real hot outside, somebody gonna pop soon Somebody getting locked Somebody up, trying to get rich. So them bricks up. getting chopped up, like Siegel in the cell, nigga. He what can feel he evil right now. He up in hell, nigga. nigga. You saying go hard or go home? Go Shit, you the ghost. Stay afloat in your own zone. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Either you a felon or you dead or you telling or running behind a nappy head bitch that be yelling. Yeah. I don't wanna relax with the stars. I just want the finances to match with the bars. Come yeah. on, uh, the drought is coming, the bullets went through his back and out his stomach. Uh, the world keeps turning, B. One in the box and one in the infirmary. Yeah. They gon' always need cheaper, but dust juice is biting. I need me a three-liter. Yeah. More money for me, then I could really turn it up on them. With 20s a C yeah. Hatin' in the worst way. Shorty's coming home, violatin' on the first day. Lighting the purple, tighten your circle. Uh-huh. Cause when the hatin's coming from home base, it hurts you. No doubt. Yeah. What up, C? Yeah. What up, homie? It's your boy Sheik Loach. D block, D block, stay proud, stay proud. Hey, homie, I got you, I got you, baby. Hey, yo, I see them scheming, they think I'm dreaming, but I ain't sleep, I'm watching them too. I get out the car to get a cigar, they think it's sweet, cause I ain't with my crew. What up, dawg? What up? The hammer's on me, but I don't want beef. I swear to God, I'm just passing through. Ain't I hear them talking about my chain So if he go for it, what I'ma do? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? The time they gon' give me if this nigga try steal it They think I'm rich, they want my bitch They want my car, they think I'm a star Police is watching, they want me to clap And kill this young boy and screw up my rap I'm hearing Siegel inside my head He telling me chill, my eyes is red Damn